Hey Grow Girls, you are listening to the Get Up and Grow Girl podcast, hosted by me, your spiritual life and business coach, Leela Jasmine Sule. I'm also a recovering hustle hard, turn my back on my feminine energy, disconnect from the divine, my productivity equals my worth kind of girl. So now it's my mission to help you ditch that disconnected lifestyle and instead align and prosper so you can experience soulful, aligned, feel-good success. You don't need no magic lamp because you are your own genie capable of manifesting your own vision. So this podcast will guide you on your journey to finding your light, stepping into your power and manifesting your dream life and business. So let's jump in. Hey, Grow Girls, and Happy New Year. I'm so excited for you to dig into this episode. It's the perfect episode to kick off the new year with. But before we go any further, I have to let you know about my free, yes, free, set up to manifest magic bootcamp that is happening starting on the 7th of January. This is a three-day live bootcamp, and it's for you if you are just ready, you feel ready deeply inside to manifest your soul-aligned vision in 2023. If you are realizing that just making a vision board isn't going to cut it, this is for you. If you're someone who doesn't just want things for the sake of having things, but instead you really want to become that higher version of yourself and live a soul-aligned life to match, a higher life, but one that fulfills you from the inside out, not one that is just for validation, again, this is for you. And lastly, if you want to figure out who that next level version of yourself is, the more empowered, the more healed, the more magnetic, and the more impactful version. If you want to figure out who exactly she is and and how to get there, then this bootcamp is going to blow your mind. It's a zero fluff experience. So much so that after the live bootcamp is done on the 9th of January, it's becoming a paid course. You will see it on my website. So don't get FOMO and miss out and then be shocked when you see that it's become a paid course. We will go through some some really, really powerful work that is going to set you up for magic, to manifest magic. Because like I said, it's not just about creating a vision board. And this episode will, will enlighten you more on that. It's really about doing a deeper level of work in a work and embodiment. You have to co-create with the universe and that's what I'm going to set you up to do inside this bootcamp. You can join via the link that I'm going to put in the show notes and there are also some very juicy opportunities to win prizes during the bootcamp including a £50 Grow Girl gift card which you can use on anything on my website and a free one-to-one Heal and Elevate coaching session with me. So don't miss it. I can't wait to run this. It's going to be so exciting to get you all together. I think we've already got 20 amazing souls inside and we just launched. So I can't wait to do this with you. The link you will find in my bio, in the show notes, sorry. (laughs) But for now, let's get straight into the episode. Hello, hello. Hi, Instagram and hi, podcast. I'm coming on with a very, very juicy one. I know I always say that, but this one is extra juicy. And I'm going to break down what it truly takes to manifest your vision and the most important part, 
who you need to become. And this is for you if you are fed up of hearing all these manifestation stories like me. You're fed up of hearing all these manifestation stories that come with no explanation as to how it happened. Like, how did this manifestation happen? Okay, I understand that you're living your manifestation. You're living your vision, but give me more. Like, how did you get there? If that's you, and you're kind of fed up of seeing the flashy manifestations and not getting the nitty-gritty of what needs to happen to make that a reality, then this episode is for you. Because the truth of it is, you don't just wake up in a completely different reality like you don't just wake up one morning and everything looks different i didn't just wake up one morning and be in the caribbean and have found my dream person and then they just wake up and they're right next to me and we're now living together and i'm now running my business completely remote like can you imagine if i just woke up like that first of all creepy i'm in a bed i'm in bed with a stranger but that is my vision that that was my vision and that is now what i'm living but i'm not going to say to you that i just woke up and kez was just there and i was just in the caribbean and everything just happened overnight there are certain things that had to happen and that i had to do in order to manifest and it wasn't just sticking pictures on a wall and then one day waking up to this new life it wasn't just making a vision board and I don't say this to take away the magic or to make you feel like, you know, magic isn't possible um, in terms of like things just manifesting in a really like way that feels so cool and so sudden and so like magical. That 100% can happen, but it's called co-creation for a reason, because things need to align. You need to play your part in the co. You versus the universe, not versus, in, in collaboration with the universe, is how you manifest and how you bring what you want into reality. Otherwise, again, we'd all just be waking up in brand new realities all the time. So it's juicy because there's a lot that you can take away from this and implement. Actually take away strict, not strict, but fixed sound bites, if you like, or a tick list of things that it truly takes to manifest your vision. So the first one that I really want to get into is it takes sitting in and navigating discomfort. And this is because when your reality changes and when your vision board comes into reality, your life's going to look a lot different, right? From how it is maybe perhaps right now. My life now looks very different from when I was working in the gym, still self-employed, but my days looked like waking up about 5.30, walking to the gym in the dark, getting to the gym in London, doing a lot of sessions, like first thing in the morning, just like straight into work, then staying out in the city all day, working on my laptop, and then going back to the gym, doing more sessions, then doing my, my own training, eating out of Tupperwares in the gym all day, and then eventually going home at 9pm by myself. That was my, my life five days a week. Um, maybe a bit of socialising on the weekend, but everything pretty much revolved around work, and that was my schedule, to now 
waking up in the Caribbean, working a couple of hours a day in flow, having my slow morning routine of meditation, journaling. Me and Kez, we meditate together every morning. It looks a whole lot different, right, from where I was when I first had this vision. So what happens often to get you from A to B, B looking so different, let's say A to Z if you like, is the universe is going to come along and shake up your snow globe. Your snow globe is like how, how life looks. You've got this nice little scene. For me, I was just in the gym, nice little scene, you know, um, have my little settled scene. And then life just went and shook up the snow globe. Hey, Tony. Ready for the lecture, she says. And hey, Ruth. Hey, Ruth. Um, sorry, life just shook up my snow globe from that pretty little scene that wasn't exactly, you know, what I wanted. It was good for then, but my um, vision of what I wanted looked very different long term. And I thought, I'm just going to get there step by step by step. Everything's going to just be nice and calm. What the universe will often do, especially if you want to get there quicker than you thought, which I'm, I'm sure most of you do, is it will shake up the snow globe. So for me, it shook up my snow globe in the sense of the pandemic was one of the first things. There was many other ways. Um, but the first one was the pandemic. So everyone, everyone went through it in some way or another. For me, it was that my business was shut. Overnight, gyms are closed. All my income came from being in the gym doing physical PT sessions. So all my income was gone overnight. And we had no idea how long that would be for. And it ended up being six months, almost six months. And then again, start working for a bit more. Again, closed. And even when we did open, half my clients had just moved out of London, if more than half, most of my clients. So my business just basically closed overnight. But that discomfort and that closing obviously led me down the path of starting my online business. If I hadn't started my online business, I wouldn't be able to pick up and move across the world because all my clients would be in London in that one gym. So I was location dependent. So the first thing that you will actually need to, you may need to become, it's not always, your snow globe might not be shaken up. Maybe you will get there step by step, but often with manifestation, when things happen fast and your reality just changes and your vision board manifests fast, like it did for me, fairly fast, there will be discomfort. Things will be shaken up. And so what you need to do in terms of who do you need to become, what does it truly take? The first thing is it takes knowing how to sit in it, sit in that discomfort, not, not completely freak out. I mean, yes, I, I was like, what the... But you know, not completely lose it, sit in the discomfort, trust, trust the process and also navigate it, not just give up because I could have given up and thought, well, it's not just, it's just not for me. My vision is just not for me. I guess like I have to go and, and do something different. Perhaps I just get a job that, you know, isn't really what I want to do, but I'll just do it for security because my vision's not going to work. I didn't do that. I had to learn to navigate it, still trusting that my vision is for me, my desire is for me. This might mean that it feels like a setback right now, but I'm trusting. And so in terms of getting really tangible about what that means for you, who you have to become, what you actually have to do to manifest your vision, 
it's about tapping into your higher self. Because if you're like, okay, how do I navigate crazy shit like that? It's tapping into your, your higher self rather than being in survival mode. When you take steps in survival mode, that's kind of like doing it in ego. It's not going to align to your vision. Your vision is coming from your higher self. The big thing you want is your higher self. It's going to require a higher version of you to get there. But when you respond to the universe shaking shit up in your life by going into survival mode, then you're going away from that higher self vision and you're going into the lower self vision, the lower self that just wants security, just wants, sorry, my laptop is behind me and it's going crazy, (laughs) just wants survival. Your higher self wants expansion, it wants this big vision. Your lower self, the one that's in survival mode, just wants to survive. So it's willing to sacrifice the vision. So if I had moved forward in survival mode, when the universe shook up my shit, shook up my life, closed my PT business, instead of being like, right, I'm starting my life coaching business that I've always wanted to do, I'm going for it 100%, I'm trusting the process, I'm going remote, even when gyms reopened, I was like, I'm not going back to that, I trust the process. If I hadn't have done that and I'd gone in my lower self, my survival mode, then what I would have done would be close my business completely, not invest in any of the things I did to help me go online and help me with my remote business and becoming eventually now a manifestation coach. I wouldn't have done any of that. I wouldn't have taken the risk because I was in survival mode. So I would have just saved everything I had. I would have gone into a different path, probably got a nine to five job because I just needed the security and stayed there. I'm not talking about looking down on things that need to be done sometimes as a little side route, but I would have stayed there. So learning to sit in the discomfort and navigate the discomfort in your higher self rather than survival mode is key to manifest your vision. Because when you say, I want bigger, I want this, I want this vision, sometimes the universe will be like, well, let me look at your snow globe right now. Everything is in a different way to the vision you say you want. Here you've got a a small house and like, you know, a little garden or whatever. And in this one, like for me, instead of snow, it's like, it's sun. You've got maybe a river. The scenes look different. So how am I going to get this to this? I have to shake it up. And the universe might shake it up for you. And if you go, oh shit, no, I don't want this. I give up on my vision. I'm just going to do whatever feels safe and secure. Then often you can get in the way of that vision manifesting. And instead you, you... you decide that that's not what you want and you go for something else. You think you can't have it. Hey, Kim. Let me know, guys, if you're relating to this. Has, this, has the universe shaken up your snow globe when going for something that you want? Okay, so that was number one. And in terms of becoming that person, again, it's about tapping into your higher self, finding out who that is, balancing your nervous system if you want to get really, really... Um, just like crystal clear action steps, balancing your nervous system so that you're not feeling constant anxiety and fear and fight or flight, which is survival mode, but you're able to tap into your higher self. And it was my higher self that pointed me in directions and was like, post this on Instagram, launch this, hire that coach, do this, do that. Like all the little steps that I took, it was like my higher self that's saying, ah, do this listening to that so tony says i'm working completely different role now this is my new normal love that 
yeah, so you've been, I guess, your snow globe has been shaken up into something completely different. But I wonder if there was discomfort on the way, if you had to navigate that discomfort in your higher self. The second thing, what it truly takes and who you truly need to become in order to manifest your vision, your vision board, is you need to learn to receive and also detach your worthiness from your results. This is such a big one. Such a big one. Think of it this way. When something happens to you, you get a goal. Say you get a promotion at work. Say you get a raise. Say you get new clients. Say you meet the guy that starts treating you really good. And you say, oh, yeah, I mean, finally, I'm really glad that this happened. I, I, I deserve it. Like, I deserve it after everything I've done or everything I've been through or whatever it is that I really deserve it. What, what's wrong with that? You wouldn't think there's anything wrong with that, right? You'd think, well, that's just self-love. That's just knowing my self-worth. But actually, when you're saying, yeah, I deserve it, or you say to your friends, oh, you really deserve it. Well done. Congratulations on your new job or your raise. You really deserve it. Then what that means is that if sometimes you deserve it, sometimes you don't right? It's saying that you did something to be worthy of that. And let this sink in because I know it's a, it's a big one. But then the reality is that that means that sometimes you're not worthy. And when it comes to your bigger vision and your vision board and manifesting that vision, your ego is going to tell you all the reasons why you're not worthy. Or it's going to make it so hard for you so that you have to grind and grind and grind so that you can then justify to yourself, okay, I deserve it. And do you want that? For example, I used to be like, oh, I deserve it when I was making good money in my personal training business and when I was finally growing and I doubled my income in six months and I was like, I really deserve it. Because, and then here was a caveat, because I've struggled for so long, I've been broke for so long because I'm working all hours so I really deserve it, was what I used to say. And you could think that would be empowering, and it was back then. But then when it came to running my online business, in the two years and two years and a bit now that it's taken, that I've been working on this, building step by step, growing, reaching closer and closer to my vision, to getting here and now, you know, living my my tropics work remote dream, there was so much of like, well back then I really, really struggled and in my PT business. And, you know, I had to work all hours and I deserved my results. Well, then now I maybe don't deserve my results because I'm not working loads and loads of hours. And maybe I need to struggle more before I deserve it. And I had all these narratives that made me basically reject the vision that I wanted. It, I couldn't just have this work remote lifestyle because in my head I had to deserve it. And deserving it looks like struggling looks like failing again and again and again. And it can become a self-fulfilling prophecy, which is crazy. And so you have to detach your results. It can't be that, oh yeah, I got this because I really deserve it. Because then other times when you get something and it just manifests, which is what you want, right? You want things to just manifest. Then it's like, oh, I don't deserve this. And we reject the opportunities. It's taken me a long time to get this one. This one was hard for me. I tripped over it a lot. 
Um, it's, to be honest, taken me until now, just as I've got here, as of really recently, I finally feel that I'm in a neutral energy. And that is key. Being in a neutral energy where you are unattached to your results. So when it comes to sales and a client signing up, I'm neutral about it. I'm excited for them, but I'm neutral as it relates to what this means about me. If someone says, oh yeah, I'm going to sign up. I'm like, oh, I'm amazing. I'm excited for you. Excited to work with you. Nothing to do with what this says about me and how good I am. So then if they don't sign up and they just disappear and they ghost, it doesn't mean I'm any less worthy. Because if they signed up, it has nothing to do with my worth. So then if they don't sign up, it has nothing to do with my worth. I have a neutral energy. Detaching your worthiness is something that you will have to do in order to truly manifest that big vision of yours. Because that's how you receive. You receive abundance when you feel open to it and worthy just because. If there's a condition on it, then you sabotage yourself. Because sometimes you might meet those conditions, but often what happens is the ego keeps expanding those conditions. Like, yeah, you're this experience, so you deserve this. But then once you get this much experience, like when I have three years experience, then I deserve it. So you get to three years experience and then the ego is like, oh, I don't feel comfortable receiving that much abundance, that much money, that much freedom. So I create a new belief that, you know, it's actually five years of experience. And the ego wants to keep us safe. And safe is where we are now. So it will block us from changing. And it will use our worthiness as a reason why we don't get to receive. So in terms of who you need to become to overcome that one, who you need to become to manifest your vision point two, is you need to elevate in your worthiness so that you are always worthy. That was one of my affirmations, it's been an affirmation for nearly two years now, probably started it I think in 2021. Every morning I would say, I was born worthy so I have nothing to prove. Slowly, slowly embedding this belief that if I get a client, I'm worthy. If I don't get a client, I'm worthy. If the client falls out, I'm worthy. If the client signs up, I'm worthy. If in the past I manifest a partner and I get into a happy relationship, I'm worthy. If I get ghosted, I'm worthy. I am worthy regardless is the belief that I needed for that energy where I'm able to receive no matter what and I can receive the vision that I want. So I've been saying it for a long time before it became a belief. And of course, it's not just about saying it. I'm going to get to that later. There's inner work that you do to actually rewire it and make it a belief. But today I was just sitting and saying it in the morning like I always do. And today I was like, oh my God, somewhere in the last year or months, or I didn't even know when, somewhere it just became true. I used to say it like, I need to believe this. And I was like, I actually feel it. And I didn't even realize like, Somewhere along the line, it clicked and became an actual belief. And I didn't realize. But you need to elevate in your worthiness. Because when you're worthy, no matter what, that's how you can be in a neutral energy. If you're manifesting money and you're like, okay, like if I make that much money, then like, I'm going to be a success and everyone's going to think of me as a success. And my parents will be proud and my friends will be like, They'll, they'll value me and, you know, partners in dating world will think of me as more, you know, higher up on the social ranking or whatever it is. If that's what you're thinking, 
then you're in an attached energy, right? And so you need that money. And you also have all these ideas about what it means. So if you're not feeling worthy, then you don't think you deserve the money. And it's attached to how you're feeling. If you think, oh, I, I want to manifest that money, because that would be nice, that would feel expensive. But I'm worthy now without the money, and I'm worthy then when I get that extra money. Then that's neutral energy. So to get there, you need to elevate in your own, in your own worthiness, your own self-worth and your own self-love. So that's the second point. Kim says, I trust myself and always work on self-development, but there are always people working to demoralize me with their negative attitudes and jealousy. Okay, that's key. That's key. But when you build this neutral, detached energy, other people's jealousy and negative attitudes do not have much, as much hold on you. There was a time where I, would, I was so attached to all of that shit. And I would, I would be like, oh, I don't want to go to the family party because there are people who don't understand my life choices and they would be negative about it. And they would have scarcity beliefs about, you know, manifestation, about running your own business. I'm one of the few people that runs a business, let alone a business like this, a spiritual coaching business as a manifestation coach, like not done in my family. So I was a person that would be like, oh, I don't want to go. And they're, they're dragging me down and all of that. And I thought that was fair. And it was fair at the time. But what I realised was, I'm giving it value. I was making myself a victim to what they think. It doesn't actually have any impact on me. Because you, when you build your self-worth, you have a buffer. I used to think, oh my God, I'm so like sensitive. Like I, When I started working on my beliefs, it was like, if someone says some, a negative belief, something negative about money or abundance or whatever relationships like ah it's gonna mess with my beliefs and then i'm gonna it's gonna mess with my results was my mentality what i realized was that by doing that i was giving away my power because reality is i'm not so sensitive that if you say one thing then i have to believe it and now my, it's my reality if you think that i can't be a successful manifestation coach that doesn't actually have to affect my reality and that's, that's what shifted, was I took away the power of what other people think and their negative attitudes. Because it's their beliefs. It's their paradigm that they're projecting. The same way that if I think something negative about someone around me, that is just my wounds that I need to look at because I'm projecting that onto them. It has nothing to actually do with them. Life is a mirror. Right? So often with, with other people and judgment and things like that, it's a mirror highlighting to you where you're still sensitive not sensitive, let's say wounded. And if you scroll way back on my Instagram, I might have to find this post and reshare it to my story after this. There's a post that I did a year, over a year ago now, in 2021, I think it was June, when I went to a family holiday and like all of us, like 50 of us, in, staying in one big house. And I used to avoid stuff like that all the time. And I was so scared on the way there about being judged and people are gonna judge me for my career and this and that. And, you know, my spiritual business and all this stuff. And then when I actually got there, I realized something. I was like, and this is profound. So ask yourself this question. Are they judging me or am I judging myself? Because if I feel like, oh no, like, you know, people are going to say things about running a spiritual business. Where's that coming from? Do I, do I think there's something wrong with running a spiritual business? I must think that it's weird in some way, otherwise why do I why do I 
foresee other people saying these things? Or why do I give it value? Why does it even matter to me? It's like if someone said to me, oh, pigs can fly, like that doesn't affect me whatsoever. It doesn't change my reality. I'm just like, that's like, to me, not, that's just not a thing. So it doesn't, I'm just like, okay, weird, strange. But when someone says something about my, my success, my worthiness, my abilities, my personality, I, and I give it value, that's because there's a part of me that, that believes it. And this isn't bad, this doesn't mean you're broken, this just is, is, the, is life highlighting to you, sis, you've got a little bit of work to do there, there's a little wound there. I always say your triggers are your teachers. When you get triggered, when someone says something and it triggers you, instead of getting mad at them, look inside. Don't get mad at yourself, love yourself, give yourself compassion and say, oh, did, did that hurt? I do this all the time, I'm like, oh, okay, my, my inner child is wounded. She didn't like that, that hurt. Give her love, give her compassion. And then journal through it, work through it. See, what was the belief that it triggered for me with family? It was just this belief of I'm not good enough. The path I've chosen isn't good enough. That was the belief, the root belief. There was others, but that was the root belief. And it was like, okay, so I still need to look at it. Why don't I feel good enough? How can I show myself that I am good enough? And working through that was so, so profound. And a year on now, it's like, wow, I don't, I don't like dread these things anymore. I'm not scared of being around family or new people or telling them what I do. Because I'm proud of what I do now because I truly feel like I, I, I'm so proud of what I do. I think I'm really good at what I do. Finally stop doubting myself and my, and my worthiness. So if someone else is like, mm, why are you doing that? It really wouldn't, it wouldn't have the same effect on me now as it did a year ago. So with other people's negative attitudes and stuff, yes, it can be triggering, but it has nothing to do with you. It's their projection. It's their projections. And all you can do with it is say, why is that bothering me? If I knew inside that that's fully not true, then it wouldn't bother me. So I have a little bit more work to do. This triggering, this person, this person who I deem as negative is helping me grow into the version of myself that I need to be to manifest my vision. Tony says, yes, working for yourself makes heads turn. Yeah. And often when people judge something, there can be an element of them that wishes they had it. Same for me, same for everyone. That, that's our egos. When we judge, it's our egos putting up walls to keep us safe and making out like, oh, I don't want that anyway. Because we're scared that we couldn't have it. So we, we make it a bad thing. So it doesn't matter if we don't get it. Kim says, thanks for your advice, sister. You're welcome. I hope it connected. Let me know if it did. Okay, so the third one. The third thing it truly takes to manifest your vision that's not spoken about is, we'll see if you like this one or not. People often don't like hearing it at first, but stay with me to why it's good. Taking the scary action. And this is due to the law of sacrifice. And also the fact that we are humans and we have free will. If things could just manifest without any effort from us at all, any, any, anything from us, then again, like I said at the beginning of this episode, we'd be just waking up in a different reality, different guy next to us, different house, different country. Like, it would be trippy as fuck. 
Am I right? We have to take action because it's co-creation. We have to co-create the life and the vision that we want. And the law of sacrifice is where the scary action part comes in. Because the law of sacrifice is just like the law of gravity, perhaps lesser known. And it is that you have to sacrifice something of a lower nature to receive something of a higher nature. If there is a bottle right here, if there is water in here, let's say, in this bottle, which there is, I have to empty it before I can put more in. If, if this is water in it and I want to put Coke inside, there's nowhere for the Coke to go until I create the space, right? So the law of sacrifice states that you need to give up something of a lower nature to receive something of a higher nature. It's like if you're in a relationship and you're in a shitty, toxic relationship, you have to sacrifice the shitty, toxic relationship before you can get into a happy, healthy one. Law of sacrifice. In order for me to move here to Trinidad and Tobago and live the vision that I wanted of this tropical flow life where I work a few hours a day, I get to go out and just get to be in the heat, I get to relax, I get to spend time just, you know, being, spending time with cares, just going out exploring. I had to give up the life that I had in London. Can't do both. Unless I want to be spending peas on plane tickets. I can't do both at the same time. Right, to, to, to have this life, I had to give up that life. And so it means taking scary action. For example, for me that looked like I moved out of my London flat, gave it up, gave up the tenancy, which meant that new people moved in. So I, ha I gave that up before our flights to Trinidad were booked, before we knew 100%. We were like, yes, we're going. That's why I gave it up. We, we're going to go in a few months. But my, it was time for new people to move in or for me to stay for a whole nother year. So I was like, right, well, if, if I'm doing this, if I really want this vision, if I want to move to the Caribbean, then I have to give up my flat. I have to take the scary action of giving up my flat before I have Trinidad and Tobago 100% in, in paper, like I have a flight ticket. So what if something happens? What if something crazy happens and we don't go? What if it falls through? Well, then I've given up my London life. And now I'm staying with my parents and I may have to stay longer than just a few, the eight weeks or so that it takes for us to go to Trinidad and Tobago. That was a risk. That was scary action. But you have to take the scary action if you want to get somewhere. Otherwise, what I could have done was been like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm too scared to give up my flat. So I'm going to stay here in the flat. I'm going to stay for another year. Then how would I have been able to move here? I either don't give up the vision so it's too scary, I can't take the risk. In my head, at the time, I had it that like, everything's gonna align perfectly and I'm gonna be living in London, in my flat, where I'm safe and secure and I have my lovely London lifestyle. And then I'm just gonna one day wake up in the morning and get on a plane from that flat to Trinidad and Tobago. That was how I wanted it in my mind. But often again, the universe won't work like that and you do have to sacrifice something. So for eight weeks, I had to sacrifice my London life. I had to move in more with my parents, which I was a bit scared of. And I had to have that transition period of 
you're not yet in Trinidad, but you are no longer in London. There's usually a, a bit of a time lag between giving up something and getting something new. And again, what do you need then to do this, to manifest your vision? What do you actually need? If you need to take scary action, who do you need to become? You need to become someone who trusts the flow, trust the process. I trust, I to trust myself that no matter what happened, I will be okay. Trust in, in, in my path that I would get to Trinidad and Tobago and I can let go of this chapter, let go of this London chapter because I will, I will end up there. I trust that it's going to work out for me. But also, I trust myself that even if something crazy happens, I'm going to live a life that I love. And even if I don't go for whatever reason or it gets delayed or whatever happens, I trust that my gut that tells me to leave London because even if maybe I didn't end up here, maybe there would be something else for me. Obviously, it worked out because I did end up here. We did get here in a line timing. And actually, it worked out so well because I got to spend time with my family before I moved here. And we did more healing. Our relationship is not perfect, but living together made us heal, heal more, heal our wounds, get closer. And now, especially being away from family, that, that time is so precious to me. So it all worked out, even though I wanted it to be like, my contract ends and I moved to Trinidad the next day. It didn't work out like that, but it worked out in the way that actually was most aligned and divine. So the third thing that you need to do and who you need to become to manifest your vision is you need to take the scary action. It will not just fall in your lap. I didn't just close my eyes in London and wake up in Trinidad. It doesn't work like that. And so you need to become someone who trusts themselves, who trusts your path, trusts your pull, that intuition inside and is brave, takes action. You can't just think it in the mind. You have to take an action to receive your manifestation. Okay, so that's number three. And the final one is, yes, I've kind of alluded to it. So I said, trust the pool. But it's not just trust the pool, it's trust the pool and find a way. Because what's gonna happen is you probably, when I say trust the pool, I think a lot of people think this, they're like, okay, I trust the pool to do this thing, but I can't do it, like I don't have the how. I want to do it, but I can't see the how. I can't see how I can make it happen. And an example I have of this happened to me earlier this year. And that was that I really felt the pull to do this coaching, coaching program for myself, for my own self-development and my own healing. And I really felt the pull, but I was like, I can't afford it. There's just no way. It's too expensive. I can't afford it. But I really, really felt the pull. And then they announced that they were doing a scholarship. Like you could apply to have a free space on the program so I applied and I was like oh my intuition is telling me that you know I need to do this and I, I feel the pull towards this program so I'm going to get the scholarship obviously because then that's how it's going to happen didn't get the scholarship <laughs> did not get the scholarship and I was like universe like what I felt the pull and I trusted it so I applied and now you didn't give it to me so what am I supposed to do I felt the pull but I didn't get it how and I don't have the money, so how am I going to make it happen? And I sat with it for a couple of days in the period of time that enrollment was open for this coaching course. And then I was like, this pool is strong. I'm feeling the pool. There has to be a way. And I found a way. I signed up and I paid for the whole... I paid it. I paid the full price on the most extended payment plan. I'm going to be honest with you. I paid on the most extended payment plan. 
that was the one that I could I could afford and I it was a stretch because this was way what I thought was out of my budget but I made it happen and I'm so glad that I did because that was honestly life-changing in terms of stepping into who I'm need, who I am now and who I want to be so much self-doubt really so much just imposter syndrome so much you know you might have seen that I used to try to niche myself down it was just spiritual life coach who helps in just business or just this or just that I finally embraced myself as a manifestation coach before all of my qualifications I was just literally leaving them on the sidelines because of imposter syndrome and worrying what other people would think so this coaching program was huge for me because now I'm using my personal training qualifications and experience my life coaching qualification and experience my degree in fashion and business so strategic management my NLP studies my human design reader qualification I'm using all of it and helping people to manifest whether that's physical fitness whether that's a business goal whether that's self-love and relationships I'm not putting myself in a box anymore and that came from me doing that all the self-work as to what was holding me back and if I hadn't have trusted that pool if I hadn't have even applied for the scholarship I'm just like nah I'm not gonna get it I wouldn't have I wouldn't have done it and if I had applied not got the scholarship because I didn't get the scholarship and been like oh I just can't do it there's just no way and just been stuck in this like idea of what I can and can't do I wouldn't have done it and I don't know if I'd be here right now living in Trinidad and Tobago without that because that was a really really powerful thing that this self-development course that grew me into the person that could do all of the things that I just mentioned withstand the discomfort and navigate the discomfort learn to receive and feel worthy no matter what so I could be in neutral energy with receiving in business in relationships take the scary freaking action leave behind my London flat trust the process that I would end up in Trinidad and Tobago sit in the discomfort in the middle sit in the void and trust the pull and find a way So that pool, I really believe is the higher sort of version of yourself, showing you what is aligned to you. It's intu intuition. There's a story for another day, but being here, we went through some crazy shit. And my intuition was telling me way before we realized what was actually going on and got ourselves out of the situation. And I just learned that my intuition, I need to listen to it loud, like ASAP, because it's always right intuition and, and I was a person who always used to say I don't believe in intuition about three years ago so that's that just shows how drastic the change is um Kim says great psychological programming thanks again you're welcome I'm really glad that you're enjoying it um like the mindset programming is everything literally everything we create our, our outer worlds from the inner world so doing that work is everything um Hayley says how do you find the pool Mm, that's a good question so it's some, not something you find it's something you feel um the pull is just this feeling of like if you know your human design it can feel slightly different depending on your human design um generators and many gens will probably really relate to what i'm saying but i think for everyone it's this it's this sense of like mm, almost like you light up and you feel like i want to do that basically just Something is telling me to do that. 
that's how the pool feels. You can't stop thinking about it. You keep looking at it, whatever it is, like if it's a house you wanna buy or something, like you keep looking at that house. If it's a course you wanna do, you keep looking at the course. If it's, um, I don't know, like a person who you're meant to engage with, you just keep like feeling the pull to talk to them. You just can't stop thinking about doing that thing. You're a manifesting generator, me too. Me too, so many of my clients are manifesting generators. So for a manifesting generator also, you feel it here in the sacral. So you're a sacral, right? Sacral being, you'll feel it there. So I feel like, almost like excite, excited, you know, nerves in the belly. And I just feel a pull towards like, oh, I really want to do this. So with this coaching program, I was like, I really want to do it. And when I first saw that this coach was talking about this program, I was like, oh yeah, it's that. Like, yeah, I'd seen it before. That's, that's probably really cool, but I obviously can't do it because I obviously don't have the money and I was stuck in a story of my identity of who I am, a person who could not, not do something like that. And then I just kept, like, everything that she was posting and talking about it, I just kept, like, watching it and I kept finding myself just sucked in. Like, I just want, like, something here was just telling me, click on her stories, click on her post, click on her website. I just kept going through the link. Like, that was the pull. It was this excited feeling to do it and then, like, not being able to stop thinking about it. That's the pull. So I hope that makes sense. Okay, so these are the things that it truly takes to manifest your vision that people don't talk about. They just talk about, I manifested this and not what, what actually happened. And I, I'm conscious that I've been talking a lot about what I've manifested, but I want to make sure that I'm showing you what it actually took. Those four things. And in a line, it takes expansion. Who I am now, that I've manifested this vision, that was I first thought of in 2020, is different to who I was before, even a year ago. I've had to expand into the higher version of myself, heal things that were getting in the way, change habits and programs and narratives that weren't serving me, act differently. So what you want to manifest requires you to expand into the higher version of yourself. That is the, the takeaway I want you to take from this. And if you don't already know and you're not already inside, I'm just looking at the posters on the wall. I'm so excited because we already have 16 people in. I only just opened this last night for my free, completely free, Manifest Magic Bootcamp which is starting on the 7th of January. So it's three days, three live workshops together where I'm gonna guide you through what you need to do to set yourself up for manifesting magic in 2023. It's, it's gonna point out to you what you actually need to do to manifest that, manifest, <laughs> manifest that vision that you have. Because it's, it's for you if you know that it's not just making a vision board. As I started this episode with making a vision board and just putting it up on the wall is not going to manifest your vision. I love vision boards, don't get me wrong. I use them and we are gonna go through building an actually aligned vision board that works inside the bootcamp. But it's not how it happens. How it happens is you becoming, expanding. So that's what I'm gonna walk you through in this three-day bootcamp that is free, but this is a zero fluff experience. Do not mistake it. So much so that on the, so we're doing a 7th, 8th and 9th, on the 9th of January, it's becoming a paid course, which you will see listed on my website. So don't get FOMO, don't sleep on it if you are feeling the pool. It's completely free right now, but it is going to become paid. 
So you can join that via the link in my bio. So we set you up for manifesting magic in 2023. Three days, three very powerful live workshops where you can be here with me like this. It's going to be on Zoom. You can ask me questions. And there are opportunities to win prizes, juicy prizes. I've made it quite spicy. So one of these prizes is a £50 gift card that you can spend on my website, on any coaching courses, programs, anything. And another prize is a one-to-one coaching session with me, a one-to-one heal and elevate session with me, free. So there's prizes to be won, juicy ones. Okay, I hope you have enjoyed this. I'm going to go out now and enjoy life a bit more. Um, We're going to go explore. I'm going to go get a yoga mat so I can start doing my yoga again because I left my yoga mat in London. Um, I hope you've enjoyed this. I hope you've taken away some powerful steps and action steps and embodiment tools of who it is that you need to become. Because manifesting is not just about thinking about it and having it. It's about expanding and becoming a higher version of yourself. And if you want help with that, join me in the free bootcamp. I'm so excited. It's going to be amazing. Thank you for everyone who watched and who interacted with me. And if you came in late, I'm going to repost the um, replay on my feed. All right, guys. Thank you. Bye. So I hope you loved this episode. Thank you for listening and spending your time with me. And I really hope that it is empowering you and has empowered you to go for those goals and to know that you are so capable of manifesting all that you desire and all of that soulful success in your life, in your business, in your relationships, in any aspect that you desire it in. And if you did enjoy this episode, if you did find it helpful, if you did have some light bulb moments, please take a screenshot, post it to your Instagram stories and tag me at Leela Jasmine Sule. I would love to hear what you took away from the episode. I would love to hear how it helped you. But also it would be amazing if you could share the message and pass this on to more Grow Girls who would benefit from this. And if you share it on your Instagram stories, then of course all the Grow Girls in your community will also be able to listen and enjoy the goodness as well. Until next time, Grow Girls. Goodbye.